Ah, uh, yes, indeed. Monday morning, breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It may be salty Brandy today after the World Club Challenge yesterday morning. Brandy not alone in blowing up about some outrageous decisions, which we will talk about this morning, quite obviously, one of the big sporting events of the weekend. Great to have you company on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SEN Q 693 AM in Brisbane, Paddington Hills will be along from 6am Queensland time on a Queensland perspective. Well done, Les Kiss. Uh, Queensland beating the New South Wales Waratahs opening game of uh, Super Rugby for those two clubs. Uh, the first weekend of it. And Les Kiss, who we had on the show a few weeks ago, an old kangaroo teammate of yours, Brandy. So much sport. So many people listening on, in on the SEN app, wherever they're listening in the world. We may even have a Wiganer listing this morning. Wouldn't that be good to get a, a Wiganer on to rub it in, Brandy? How you doing? Yes. Andrew, I'm well. I'm well. I got up uh, ready. I thought, uh, I thought, you know, with how serious Penrith were taking this, the fact that they hadn't won a World Club, uh, World Club Challenge title, um, I, was, I was pretty confident. They, were, they came into the game short price favourites. Um, Wigan were up for the challenge, which you knew they would be in front of a sold-out DW Stadium. The video referee performance... Um, especially in the second half with the awarding of the Jake Wardle try was the worst I've ever seen. The worst video referee decision I've ever seen. He had the temerity to say there is insufficient evidence to change the on-field decision. Well, I think we can go to the audio of that. Let's just relive the uh, moment if we can. Now is Smith, gets it away to field, snaps a kick in behind, gathered by Wigan, can they ground it? Oh, inches away, did they get it over the line? Referee by Peter Jenkins, how wide is that white line? I've got a live call and try, I, I have insufficient evidence to overturn the live call. I'm not the as angles I need, I've made my decision. A huge moment in this game. Well, there we go. And I, I can't remember what the commentators did say after that because I was still, I was still in shock uh, with the video referee saying that there was insufficient evidence to overturn what the referee decided was a try. Now, he was a foot short. He, he was a foot short of the try line. That's right. So I don't think you could get a... Vossi, I don't think you could get a better camera angle to make a decision on that incident. Yet he well, he had to say sufficient evidence, evidence to say double movement then, didn't he? Wasn't there sufficient evidence to say double movement that the ball then got to the line after being grounded uh, short, like a foot short of the line? 100%. Clearly a foot short. 100%. There was, well, because the tackle was over. Once he was halted, the ball stopped, he was on, the ball was on the ground, that was the end of play, and then he just sort of pushed it forward. <laughs> and, oh, God. Oh, I'm... Look, I'm I, I have, look, in the rule book, it's just so everyone knows, in the rule book, there are still things written there that were first written in 1908. And I hmm. think you go all the way back, the referee does not have to be cited to award a try. Now, that that is pre-even television, cameras, mobile phones, videos, all the rest. It shouldn't exist anymore. The referee cannot take a guess anymore, given that we have this system that we go back to the original decision. And you watch where referee Moore is standing for that try. No it's idea. the other side of it. There's no way he knows. Like, he doesn't know. So it's a guess sending it upstairs as a try. It's a guess. 
Now yeah, that, we, that ruins the process for mine. Corrupts yeah. it. But we, we see that in the NRL. We see referees guessing where, where they have yeah. no idea. Now, we, we've been through this. We went through this 10 years ago where we used to go straight to the video referee and then come down and say, Ref, ref's call. Remember? We used mm. to do that. Would you, do you think that is a better process than the referee just rolling the dice and saying, well, I think that's a try, but I've, I don't, definitely I've got no can't. Idea. Definitely can't send it upstairs with a decision when you just don't know. That's mm. that's just, that's throwing darts. That's just having yeah. a stab. So, and that problem was highlighted there. So, if you want to have your say now, look, there's even more incentive to have your say on the program. The open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Brandy, big announcement. Have we got a marching band or something to accompany this announcement this well, morning? Well, we should have. We should have. Dan, we should Dan's have it in got, studio. Lieutenant Dan has some music to 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 build. Surely, up. I'm sure he does. Something grand. What about the? Yes. Oh, done a bit of drum roll. That's a bit naff. Can't That's we have we like the find. the theme song from Tradies News in a nutshell? Can't we have the music like high hopes? Like that looks. It's got trumpets and things there. Okay, that point. No, okay, here we go. Mm, we are pleased great. to announce the launch of our Club Med Caller of the Year. One of you will win a family trip for four to Bali worth nearly $10,000. Anyone who calls us will be in the running. All you have to do is call 1300-01-1170 and have your say on the show. The weekly Club Med core of the week goes into the draw. Uh, Need to get away? Choose Club Med premium all-inclusive holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent. Brandy, that is a heck of a price. It certainly is. It, it deserved it deserved better than just the drum roll. But Dan's still searching <laughs> for a little true. bit of music to go with it. That is a great prize. So there we go. I have, there we go. I've got high hopes of winning. That's what the that's what people are saying. Just for talking to us, Brandy. For talking to us. Get on the phone right now. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. May as well be the first in the draw to win the prize. And the prize is massive. The Club Med Caller of the Year. Uh, now, you fly out to Vegas tomorrow morning. Just, yes. just let, let's just talk a little bit about the Vegas trip. Um, you're on a plane tomorrow with the Fox League crew. Um, and who else? Because I, I, someone told me while I was in at Fox yesterday that they're still advertising for anyone. Anyone want to join the plane? Just pay whatever. I don't, I don't is it understand that. I, is I it open to, the, open to the public? Every, everyone's, it's just a, a free-for-all type plane. I tell you what I did learn, Brandy. Um, and yes, I will. I will respond to your thing because mm. I'm, I'm a bit in the dark about that. I'm not quite sure if that's on the exact same plane. But what I did learn, and it's common work practice, is that there are limits on how many people from one establishment can be on one plane. So the rules at Fox, and Fox is sending you know any number of people over, production staff and all of that, I think it's capped that you can only have 12 or 14 of you on the one plane that you have to spread, and that is work practice. So it is, I, I mean, I'm not being dramatic, but you mm. you can't send a plane over of um, 40 or 50 on the one plane from the one organisation. There is a, right. a number limit so that if something was to happen, you don't lose all your executive staff. Like if a plane went down, you don't lose all your executive staff. They're on multiple flights. Is that, is that, is that right? Is that how that happened with the players going over as well? They don't... Like I know South went over in a few loads. Did all the teams go over in, in different in, loads of... In split their planes. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I did hear I, that Man, Manly did. Manly definitely flew. Some flew the day before others. Um, so anyway, okay. So you're off to Vegas tomorrow. So the yep. the, the reason I brought that up is because mm. you're running out of time. You've been putting off, putting off, putting off. Oh, yeah. You've got to release your eight today. You 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 must. You, this is it because the comp got starts that next roll, weekend. Got that drum roll, Dan. <laughs> and what are you ready to? Be? No, save it for after. After seven, we don't want well, you to... Well, that's what the drum roll's for. That was the drum roll, because I was going to say, I'm going to save it for after seven. Oh, okay. It's going to be the announcement. Yeah. There we go. Drum roll. That is uh, do you want to pick a Dally M rookie? Yep. You got all I'll that? I picked a top try scorer. Top try well. scorer. So did I. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Dally M, top try scorer, giddy up. R- giddy up. Now, you've got a, you've got a uh, Taylor Swift story. Now, I didn't know, because you, you basiled Taylor Swift... So the better half went to Taylor Swift. Ten Taylor Swift on Friday night, wasn't it? But you have a Taylor Swift story. Let's hear it. Well, well, it's not really a story. I, I was just discussing with you what what happened after we left each other on Friday night. Yep. Uh, after we called that uh, South Roosters game Epic. You know, at Belmore, where it was, I walked into the stadium at about four thirty in the afternoon. Uh, Belmore Had, hadn't yep. been there for a while. And it was 38 degrees. And someone said to me, where else would you rather be in the world? And I said, England, please. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Belmore, Belmore was horrible at 4.30 in the afternoon. Thank God a southerly swept through and cooled down the players and the, mm. and, and the people that turned up to watch the footy. But um, I left at about quarter past 10, jumped in the car, and I, had to, I was on uh, pickup duties. Pick up duties at uh, a core stadium, and uh, I, I I ran that Uber. well, but yeah, I was the Uber, and the Uber had to make a trip to Penrith after after um, uh, which I found out when I got to a core. Do we mind just driving out to Penrith? We need to drop someone off. So, <laughs> That's a good trip. So Bell I got Wall? back to Collaroy at Cor- two. About two-ish. Wow, that's a trip. Yeah. Um, how close could you get? That's a long trip. That's a long night out for someone who didn't yeah. go to the concert. Um, no. How how hard was it around the precinct? Like, how crowded was you know it? What? Like, they've been saying four Olympics, like it's have the Olympics four days in a row. Mm. And again, it's on tonight. The last show's on tonight. A Monday night, school night. Yeah, four nights in a row. That's right. Uh, I, I had a bit of a plan, and I thought, I'd, I'd sort of thought about it. Instead of just joining the queue of cars... I ducked in there because the concert didn't finish till eleven, so I sort of got there pretty quickly. Uh, yep. I ducked into the first street, go into the go into the precinct, turn left immediately. Little little late little street. Oh, there's one right. that goes around the tennis courts. Correct. Ah, yes. yes I parked yes, there, yes, yes. waited for the phone call, finish. Uh, made the uh, oh. made tan walk to a set of lights along Australia Avenue. Bang. Matt, well done, pretty nice thought, but yeah, still was... don't get home till two a.m. <laughs> no, still well. The, the drive to Penrith, Penrith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Martha Master. Yeah. Oh, the plan look, didn't include Penrith, but uh... like, we, we want to hear from people who have been to Taylor Swift over the weekend. The Taylor Swift experience, um, apparently, it's been incredible uh, and, and pretty amazing how they do it. Really, back up four nights in a row for such a big concert. But if mm. you've been. Share your story with us, and, and then you go in the call up in with the club med price. So why not tell us? Get on the phone, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What about our guest today? Smithy's coming on. Ian Smith, uh, great cricket analyst, good fun as well, and uh, member of the SENZ team. Um, but uh, Smithy will come on the show. Stacey Jones, 
on the show today. That is, so that is to rugby league royalty. Mm. Ian Smith and Stacey Jones together. A couple of mm. Kiwis on the program this morning. Michelle Bishop also coming on the program with sport. Um, of all, look, because over the weekend, it's easy to uh, take your eye off the ball, pardon the pun, but yes, Super Rugby did kick off uh, the A-League. You've still got all three Sydney clubs and the Central Coast Mariners in the top six, which is good. And uh, just around the corner, the NBL playoffs play in, I think they're calling it, getting underway Wednesday night. Go the Illawarra Hawks. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Yeah, well, one of the best things that happened over the weekend, Vossi, was uh, Jordan Thompson. Jordan Thompson, 29 years old, a bit of a journeyman um, in terms of Australian tennis, won his first ATP Tour um, event. He beat uh, Kasper Ruud in the final. He beat Alexander Zverev in the semifinal. Uh, In the the quarterfinals, he was down 6-love, 4-1, and ended up winning 0-6, 7-6, 7-5. Amazing. Down six, love, four, one. The best of three sets. Down in Mexico. Yeah. So, won a tournament in Mexico. Good story. Really Uh, good story over the weekend. We have lots of wash-up from the Rugby League preseason challenge over the weekend, beside the World Club challenge. But um, Brandy and I covering football right over the weekend with Fox League. I've called three of the matches over the weekend. Lots of impressions that want to pass on and discuss about players, the haves, the have-nots, the promising, the maybes. Uh, out of the weekend, you can share your opinion on those matches as well. If a player's caught your eye or a team, maybe you've upped your uh, estimation or perhaps you've lowered your expectations. Tigers fans, uh, let us know. Dragons fans, a lot happier this week. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Of course, you can text us as well. Brandy, who are we here for? We're here for Bryden's lawyers, I would, of I would course say, we are. Andrew. Mm. Yes. Unable, unable to work, to work due to injury or illness, you contact Bryden's lawyers. Exactly right. So give us a call right now. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The open line is all yours. Get in the running for the Club Med Caller of the Year for your chance to win a trip to Bali worth almost $10,000. All of your thoughts in just a moment right here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Sunny morning with a possible late shower heading for 28 in the city, 32 in the west. Good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another half an hour. Patton Hills will be along then. Showers developing up there and uh, 32 degrees predicted. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Uh, There's been a bit of soccer action over the course of the morning, Bossy. Uh, And League Cup final or the Caribou Cup, it's called now, but um, League Cup final. Liverpool, winners over Chelsea, a goal in extra time, 119 minutes in. Uh, Liverpool get it done. First trophy of the year. Will they pick up any more? Uh, over the weekend, the top three were in action. There's only one, two points that separate. Liverpool on top on 60, Man City 59, Arsenal 58. All had wins over the weekend, Vossi. And this morning, Wolves got up over Sheffield. Uh, Totten, Tottenham are fifth, but still game up their sleeve. Yes. So a win would put them a little bit close to Aston Villa, um, who are sitting fourth, and they ha- also had a win. Their next match is uh, against Crystal Palace from memory. Uh, let's go straight to the text line, Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Open line is there for you to call as well. Um, the Power Powerball says, can't they introduce a system like tennis to determine whether a ball has crossed the line? They put the lines people out of a job. Um, now, 
on that, how would they, just think that through? Would you? You'd have to have chip in ball. How would the beep work? Given there's so many bodies around, see, tennis is very different. It's a clear shot of the line and the ball. Yeah. So how does a beep system or something work in rugby league? Yeah, I, I don't that? know how that would, would. How would you still determine whether it's touched the ground? It would. It, yeah. it might have crossed the line, but it is it on the ground? And that's that's what we were talking about with Tail and May. Did you notice? Did you notice? And as they were looking at different angles on that final try, a, a yeah. full time try, Taylor May, that I'm I'm sitting at home saying they've got to look at the the angle that goes across the try line from the other side of the field. Yeah. That will give you a better view. Now, did you notice that when they swung to that view, he very quickly went off it. He didn't go through the final. He did, he didn't let it play out. Like that's how bad. That's how corrupt yeah. it was. He did not let that angle play out. He sort of said, oh, no, nothing there, and moved on to the next one. <laughs> what about what? the accent? Brandy's doing what? accents. Salty what? Brandy is doing uh, accents. Oh, can you, I can't believe it. I, he, I can't believe that they got away with it. Like, just uh, blatant. You know, um, as I know, having called football, you've played there. Very dark in the corners, too. So yeah. the resolution on your camera, like, it, it, it's hardly uh, high def, is it, down the corner when you're trying to make a decision? Do you, yeah. that, that adds to the, yeah, the, yeah. the problems they have, yeah, really. Yeah. But, but can I, can I take one. you back to 1991? We got stitched up in 1991. Oh, let's get some music. Sad music, We got stitched up royally in 91. I, I think the penalty count was 14-2. I think Frano Bodica kicked six penalty goals. Like, it was... It, we just got reamed and... and, wow. and it, <laughs> Reamed. Wow. Anyway, it's happened again. Wow. Tw- tw- wow. 30, 32, 33 years later, it's it's all happening again. Oh, wow, it's opened up some wounds for Brandy. Uh, VNB, I'm not a Panthers fan, but I've got to say, watching some of the decisions in that game, especially that so-called try, why would any NRL team in the future waste their time going over there and getting stitched up? Meatball. Well, that is part of the challenge, and 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 it's you know that, that's that is part of the challenge. They're, you know that you're going to get a, no favours, but you go over there anyway and try and win a title. But uh, not to be Andrew. Oh, it's poor Brandy. Uh, if you'd like to just talk to Brandy, pep him up. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Pep Brandy up. Uh, no one's happier than me to watch Panthers lose, but that game was a stitch up. Dragon Boy NZ has called it a stitch up. Here we go. So that's a neutral observer watching the game. Doesn't even like the Panthers, but well, I'm, what I'm sure that yeah, there's there's, there's plenty that um, you know didn't want to see didn't want to see Penrith win, and that's understandable. That's it's a tribal game. You don't want to see the, your, your you know your arch enemy win another title. Um, but even the even the yeah, you don't have to be the most fair-minded person to go. Yes, those couple of calls were just. Um, just not on. All right. This is going to be a very rugged morning, long morning. Uh, boys, that's why I insist that I fly. <laughs> this is in relation to plane flights. Uh, Paul McQuarrie, Paul. Uh, boys, that's why I insist that I fly separate to Mrs. Pearl and the kids. Can't have the company go down if the plane does. She doesn't fully understand my logic. Thank you. You've tapped into that. No, from an executive of a company, they do the same. There, there's a number. There's a cap limit. But I, I don't and know how it applies there to there, football teams. Is there some teams. sort of clause? Is it, is it known as something? Like, well, it's just saying yeah. the company keeps running. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I do know that um, uh, I, I looked at a list of media 
going, when you talk about those chartered flights, I looked at a list of media going to Vegas. I see one and only Johnny Gibbs going to Vegas um, uh, as, as part of one of the radio crews or something. Gibbsy, who famously said he never sits at the front end of a plane because plane he always sits down the back because planes don't back into mountains. That was his uh, great uh, creed to live by when it comes to flight. Right, that's that's yeah. He always sits down the back. Okay, (laughs) yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Brandy, you blokes lost at home last year. Uh, Wouldn't want to play it at home either. Yeah, (laughs) giddy up. And Troy Morton Bay, our Queensland listeners, are rock solid this morning. Very early hours. It's only five thirty there. Hello, lads. Irrespective of the video adjudication in isolation, Wigan tackled relentlessly and were industrious in attack. They negated the influence of Cleary and their performance exemplified how formulaic... Uh, formulaic? I've never seen that word written like that before. Formulaic. Is it a word? Uh, NRL football teams are coached in comparison to the creativity of innovative mentors in the Super League. In mm. fact, it's Troy and Georgie at Sandy okay. Island. A joint, a consortium, making mm. that observation. Well, so, I will say, the, the, wicket, the kick... The, the try that was disallowed, which brings us back to technology again, the try from Bevan French, very clever from the from the Wigan team, up flat at a scrum around halfway. That looked like it was going to be a great try. But uh, can we introduce the line? The te- have we got the virtual technology? Line. Because right, the virtual line. The virtual yeah. line. Like that uh, That seems to me as to be one that works. We, we It's used in soccer. It's used in soccer to determine whether a player is onside or offside. Can we just introduce that? Because Bevan French was, was he 25, 30 metres away from the kicker? How, 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 he looked offside, but how do we really know? Yeah, you can't, the, the camera angle, you can't You speak tell. sense there, Brandy. You speak sense there. Uh, you can also have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund. Up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. And the 6.30 news up next. Uh, 5.30 if you're in Brisbane. We're straight back after that with uh, the big sports headlines of the morning on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Some of the sporting headlines of the morning. The NRL has appointed Adam G and Ashley Klein to referee the two games in Vegas. Australia has cruised to a 3-0 whitewash over New Zealand in the 2020 series. Uh, Vossi, New South Wales went down in the Marsh Cup oh, final, Western yes. Australia. Uh, yes, disappointingly. The, un- the under-the-radar Marsh Cup, it's got to be said, Brandy. Yeah, There's a lot true. of sport on the weekend. It was easy to miss, wasn't it? It was. But um, there's the result. Uh, NRL trials. We'll take a look at the scores a bit later in the show and we'll hear from uh, Benji Marshall as well. Quick comment. Cowboys. Mm. I know we're going to give our eight later today. Um, mm. I'm going to get a not little... Not much later. Yeah, not much later. Um, <laughs> Scott Drinkwater. Oh. Boy. Now, Dalian middle. Well. If Cowboys go well. I reckon he'll be like the Kalen Ponga. He'll pick up the maximum points most times. He's, he's their dominant playmaker. Oh, he is. Uh, th- this is just a quick appraisal of yesterday. Yep. If the Cowboys have a good season, Drinkwater will be in their best two players every game, two or three yep. players. I, I agree with that. His dominant so playmaker he will pick up a stack mm. of points. What yeah, price is yeah. he today? I want to find out what price Scott Drinkwater is for Dalian Medal this year. 
Okay, let's get that. Let's get that to Hammy. Do we talk? Are we talking to Hammy today? Is, is might be uh, the Ashman coming on the program, but we, oh, we can Nick, find a price. Yeah. It's Nick Ashman. Yeah, we'll we'll get a price. Okay, I'm going oh, early. Great. By point. the way, is the crow there, Dan? I'll just go on that early on that. Yeah, thank you. So Scott Drinkwater, I just want to find out about that. Mm. I'm with you, Brandy. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, got a text here from Brian. He says, uh, "Morning, Brandy. Uh, Big W have tissues. Three dollars for two bucks. Have a cry. We can one move on." <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Well done, Brian. Uh, back on the sporting headlines, a trio of late goals handed the Matildas a strong first leg advantage in their push for a berth in the Paris Olympics, with Australia claiming a 3 0 uh, lead and win over Uzbekistan ahead of the return leg in Melbourne on Wednesday. Given it to the Uzis. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Uzbe- no, Uzbekistanis. Uzbekistan. And, and that's, that's where they played the game, wasn't it? It was in Uzbekistan, or was it played in some neutral area? Yeah, anyway. Good bet you on that one. We won. Doesn't matter. Yes. Doesn't matter where it was played. Just winning and uh, moving on. Uh, thanks for making the switch to SEN 11.70am, the home of sport in Sydney. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Ian Smith in just a moment. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. There is a stack of uh, text messages that have come through, Vossi, about uh, all types of things. Uh, the Warrior Holic says, uh, I reckon the new centre for the Warriors will be a shoe in for the Rookie of the Year and Dally M. His name is Roger Tuavasa Shek. He's been yeah. very good. Oh, very good. Yeah. No, one of so, the reasons, spoiler alert, got the Warriors backing up. I, like, I'll, I'll tell you what number I've got them in my eight, but they are in my eight. Mm. So I, I've, I, mostly I've been thinking that the, the trials, the preseason challenge really doesn't influence your decisions that much because. It's trials, and we, we know what trials mean. Um, but there probably is a couple of tweaks I'd like to make, because I picked my eight three weeks ago, and I, yep. I can't oh, change okay. it because it'll be, it'll be published in the paper soon. So I can't change it, So and I can't change any of the decisions. But there's a couple that I might like to revisit uh, now after the That's trial form. That's mm. interesting. So you could have a published newspaper top eight and an SEN top eight. Could, could be different. It could, it could be different. But I'll, I'll make I'll, your own rules, I'll keep it the same. Make I'll your own rules. Same. Call us on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you're just waking up, um, we announced earlier launching the Club Med Caller of the Year. Prize of almost $10,000 worth. You and three others, your family, family of four, off to Bali uh, for being the Caller of the Year on uh, Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Terrific prize. Almost $10,000. How good. Just for, just for talking sport or anything, really. Every caller on the open line goes in the draw, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. HP Robbo says, uh, morning VBs, based on Brandy's Uber run to Penrith on Friday <laughs> night, is there a chance that uh, multi-on-air SEN talent Joel the White Van Kane um, right. were in the Olympic precinct collecting an extra urn? Would he have been driving there? Joel Kane. Well, HP Rob, good point. That is a good point. Later. That white van out there. The cricket, the summer of cricket's coming to an end, folks. Uh, Ian Smith, oh, this is a pleasure. I, we don't have Smithy on the program enough because our planets don't align enough. But Smithy is on deck. He was there yesterday, uh, Australia v New Zealand. Uh, let us go to the last ball audio, a little bit of action just to get you in the mood for Smithy. Last ball of the game. Chapman swings, misses, so too does Wade, and the ball goes down to the boundary. 
for four runs. New Zealand fall a long way short of the required standard in this game, in this series, particularly in Auckland. Australia flexing over the last two games. It was tight in game one, not so in games two and here in game three. Yes. Well, Australia beat New Zealand. When you win, rub it in. Smithy, welcome to the programme. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Yeah, um, took the, a great morning to ring me, didn't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is, it is demoralising. To be, to be honest, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, we will say over here, look, we didn't have Williamson because he's our steady-the-ship guy and we didn't have uh, we didn't have Mitchell, and we lost another couple of players due to injury. But you, you guys, yesterday, you didn't play Marsh, you didn't play Warner, you didn't play Cummins, Hazelwood, and Stoinis hasn't been a part of the series. I mean, so there'll be no argument as far as I'm concerned in that. Both sides uh, perhaps not at their best, but ours way below standard, bearing in mind that we've got a World Cup, what, now three months away, it is literally now. Um, if that's our, our dress rehearsal, I'm a very worried man. Oh, Smitty, don't be too dead. Yeah, it, was a, it was a 10-over game. It was like it was cut in half, like 20-20 short enough. It was 10-10. It was and, and game one was was a cracking game. Like, you know, you, you all but had it. So it's not, it's not yeah. doom and gloom. And, and you know, it's, it's not Penrith being stitched up by referees and, and video referees. It's, you know, it's, no, I was just going to say, Brandy, uh, being a long-term Wigan fan, Way, way, way back when Graham Lowe was part of the outfit. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's why you were calling. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we can look forward to the test matches which get underway this week, and you'll be uh, you'll be in action there. You, you, and I, I, I yep. think they're going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I've, I've been watching. I've watched that first 2020, and I'll be watching the test matches because I love it when New Zealand play Australia. Look, uh, oh, I'm looking forward to it because it's been eight years since we've hosted you guys. The last time we are here, Adam Vogue just got a double hundred at the Basin Reserve. That's how long ago it was. So, uh, look, I, I kind of feel when we're a, a decent full-strength unit, we're going to be competitive. Um, I, but, you know, I've been in Australia the last two to three summers and I can't get out of my head the consistency uh, that you guys have in your bowling in particular. I mean, the, the best bowling attack in the world without doubt, which has got all four of its components with over 250 test wickets bowling at the same time. I mean, that, that's the thing that worries me. So what kind of pitch do we prepare over here, or can we try to prepare over here uh, to negate this? And, and uh, we can't really, because you've got the lion factor, which is, which is always so prevalent. What, what I would do if I was a, you know, the curator at the Basin Reserve or the, the coach of New Zealand and art is just take a gamble. I'd prefer a dirty green wicket, which is which hopefully I didn't have too much pace, but had a lot of sideways movement. It'll be windy at the basin at least two of the, two of the days out of five, maybe three, and I just hope that our seamers can get the uh, accuracy and take you on in that department. That, that's what I would do, similar to about oh, 10, 12 years ago when um, you guys prepared a real green seamer at Bill Reeve and we got up and won there. That, that's what I'd be doing. Oh, nice. Hey, Smithy, um, we haven't had a chance to ask you. See Steve Smith opening in the Australian side. What's your thoughts there? Hmm. Far from settled. Uh, from I mean, it's, it's asking a guy who's so cemented in one role to turn around and do another one so you can make room for another bloke in the side who's not cemented either. And therein lies the, the underbelly, I think, for Australia at the moment. I, I, I think Cameron Green might struggle in our conditions if we get the ball to move a bit. Uh, he's a big front foot player. 
he plants that front foot down and then follows the ball. And I, I think in New Zealand, that's a really dangerous thing. So with him at four uh, and the possibility of nicking Steve Smith out early, that quite excites me, actually. Uh, I, I think that's handed, handed us a little bit of a, uh, just a little bit of a sniff that perhaps we didn't deserve. I much prefer, I'll be honest, Steve Smith at four for me after Love is Shane any day of the week. Mm, yeah, I, you know, I always listen to the, 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 the cricket commentators on, you know, and sort of sway my decision uh, and what's right and wrong and what, you know, the selectors might have done, Smitty. And we had Ricky Ponting on last week and the punter said, no, I would have gone with a, you know, with a, with an opener. Um Mm. That's 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 good enough for me too. So, yeah, there's there's people are split over here um, as to what should have happened with Steve Smith and that opening position. Um, England and yeah. uh, I don't know if you've caught up with it, Smitty. England and the Indian Test match. Uh, I've seen I possibly the worst challenge uh, in the history of challenges, a desperate mm. England challenge. Where the ball rolled along the ground, it was missing leg stump. If there was five, if there was five stumps, it still would have missed uh, probably the fifth stump. Might have just caught it, but boy, um, bad challenge. But an interesting series over there. Well, I, I just think they've got carried away, uh, England. And, and you know the best, the best example of where it's gone wrong for them is Joe Root. When Joe Root bats like a proper Joe Root, who we've seen over the years, he gets a hundred. He peels off a hundred, a very patient hundred. Um, and, and he probably is, he personifies, his approach personifies the England. When you ask a guy, to, well, you, you give a guy the licence and he takes it up just to play any sort of shot from ball one, uh, it's fraught with disaster. And, and, you know, it takes away the unbelievably good quality that Joe Root has as a test match batsman when you ask him to play or, or invite him to play in a different way. And, and, and some people will say, yeah, he's averaged pretty well under Brendan McCullum, but didn't they get the best example of Joe Root in the first innings of this? I, I just, there, there are, there's time to be uh, adventurous, um, but you, you, if you're going to put bullheaded uh, alongside of it uh, every single day, you're going to come a cropper, and that's exactly what's going to happen there. They're going to come a massive cropper in this test match lose the series, and then what's left. Yeah. I, I must say, though, let's let's uh, be honest, Basball was not on show in England's second innings. Um, you know, players like um, Joe Root, well, Joe scored 11 off 34. Um, Johnny Bairstow, 30 yeah. off 42. Ben Folks came in just trying to hold up the end. He only got 17 off 76. It's hardly, you know, daring sort of numbers, and they still failed. So now they're betwixt. They don't know, you know, which way are they going? Basball's failing for them, and now they, they try and lock up things and, and try and play a steady hand and that failed as well and Ashwin just ripped through them and cooked five. Smithy great talking cricket w- with you. We can't wait for the start of the test series. We can't wait yep. for 2-0 Australia victory. We're, That's what we're hoping for. We're waiting. Four days, first four days sold out, unprecedented in test great. cricket in New Zealand for a long, long time. That's the That's drawing terrific. power. Yep. That's good. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Vossi. Good on you, Smitty. Great to talk, mate. Yeah, be on Smithy's program later this morning. Um, Smithy on the SEN app, 9am to midday, New Zealand time. Uh, and I'll go on his show on Monday. I'll talk footy and, and things as well. So uh, great service, SENZ across the ditch. And that will be the host for the test coming up. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're back in a moment with our walk down memory lane. And a reminder, Brandy, straight out of 7 o'clock, we'll have our NRL top eights. We're putting it on the table. Get ready to get 
upset if your team's not in the eight and happy if it is. Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. On Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on this day. 26th of February 2024, on this day in 1993, Australian captain Alan Border became the highest run scorer in Test cricket when he hit 88 against the Kiwis. He's now the 11th highest, passed by the likes of Brian Lara, Ricky Ponting and Sachin Tendulkar. Uh, yes, it was on this day in 1983 that Michael Jackson's thriller topped the Billboard album chart. Today it remains the world's Best-selling album of all really? time. Really? Yeah, well, that's what it says. Yeah. <laughs> Must what be about firm. Taylor? What about Taylor Swift? Yeah, well, yeah. Taylor Swift. Ah, anyway, uh, motor racing icon Peter Brock was born on this day in 1945. Working into the final corner of the James Hardy 1000 for 1983. Down through the gears. He's done it. Peter Brock wins the 1983 James Hardy 1000 at Mount Panorama Bathurst. There we go. He would have been 79 today. The King of the Mountain won Bathurst nine times. Sadly, passed away in 2006. A little low-key to call, wasn't it? It's uh, mm. Mark Spud Carroll's birthday today. He played 169 first-grade games for Penrith, South St Manly, represented Australia 12 times and played seven uh, origins for New South Wales. Of course, these days heard on SEN. Happy 57th birthday, Spudmeister. Happy birthday, Spud. Johnny Cash was born on this day in 1932. He would have been... 92 today, he passed away in 2003, age 71. Now, if you're listening on SENQ, 693 AM in Brisbane, uh, it's goodbye. See you later. Patton Hills are up next. Uh, if you're on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, plenty more to come, including the new Kiwis coach, Stacey Jones, but straight after the 7 o'clock news, Andrew Voss will have his top eight. Michelle Bishop also joining well, us. Me. On, on your well, home of sport me. in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Well, you're hanging me out to dry, out of the news. Kidding. As sure as night is dark and day is light, I keep you on my mind both day and night. And happiness I've known proves that it's right because you're mine. Back for the second hour, it's breakfast with Vossie and Brandy and we're giving you the chance to win a family trip for four to Bali worth nearly $10,000. Anyone who calls us in the morning uh, or is in the running for our caller of the week. Now, our caller of the week will go into the draw uh, and then into the barrel for the huge prize at the end of the year. All you have to do is call us on 1300 1170 and have your say in the show. I yeah. uh, need to get away. Choose Club Med Premium All Inclusive Holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent, Andrew. It is a super prize. one 1170 Just come on and talk a little bit of sport. Or it doesn't have to be sport. If you want to share your Anything. Taylor Swift experience from the weekend, your Blink 182 experience from the weekend, get on the phone. one 1170 Been so much sport around. Um, but this morning I am being so. I, I, but I thought we were both going together because I, mm. I've got to be saying I've been doing this. I, I worked it. That's my thirty-eighth season of rugby league this year. I now go out in a cold sweat when I have to come up with a top eight. It's become so hard. Mm. Last year I was so far off the money. I mean, sides like Parramatta, Cowboys, South all let me down. Had them in yes. the eight. You know, yes. gone. You pick a top eight. 
you make eight sets of fans happy, and the other nine, they dead set once you hung right and quartered. I mean, they, 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 they savage you. You know, they're, they're, they're hanging on yours as if, as if I know oh, what's going to happen. Strap I mean, in, I, Andrew. Strap well, I can't in, remember the last ready. time I've, I've tipped the top eight, but do, do we want to go straight away with right. it or not? And you're not going to commit this morning. Is that right? It's just me. No, I, no I'll commit. I'll commit. Oh, you're I've, back on board. Well, well I've, I've, I've committed three weeks ago. I've been waiting for you to, to get on board with me. You've, been, you've, you've come to the table kicking and screaming uh, just off the back of what you just said then. You're yes. not ready for the... Th- don't worry about the hate that's going to come your way. You're, you're <laughs> getting on a plane tomorrow and you're flying to America. So, leave, so post, post my top eight and run. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ladies what, what and gentlemen, with? <laughs> on this Monday morning, uh, Brandy... Vossi, Vossi and Brandy, we are going to commit in writing, carved in stone, our top eight, our grand finalists, our premiers, our wooden spooners, Dally M, Dally M medal winner, top yes, try scorer. Are you up for top try scorer as well, Brandy? Yes, Pro and rookie. And, oh, oh, geez, hang on a second. That was yeah, you. you got the rookie. Rookie's rookie. tough. Rookie's rookie. tough because you've got you to pick someone that's going to play for a lot of the season. So it's 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 a difficult one. You're you're it's almost Why'd a premonition. Why did you throw it in then? Why did you throw it in? because uh, I just like it. I just like being curly. Well, I don't have one. And, I don't have yeah, one. Well, you, well yeah. you you can leave that to last. And while you're talking, you can come <laughs> up with one. <laughs> Bloody hell! It got harder. Okay, yeah. top eights. Brandy, uh, age mm. before beauty. Uh, what's your top eight for this year? Or do you want to start from bottom up? What do you want to do? No. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I'll start. So three weeks ago. And I don't know if I would have changed it, but on the back of their win over the Tigers on the weekend, I've got the Dragons as my spoon team. Right. There we go. Thanks. To Dragons Kirk. are the spoon it, tip been a drum from Greg Alexander. No, well, mm. I don't know if there's a drum roll. It's, no, it's I'm, joking. Roll I'm joking. I, I, I sadly, you know, as much as I... You know, I love Benji Marshall. I, I, I got... Um, unabashed admiration for Benji. Loved him as a player. Um, have loved his company over the years. Every interview I've done with him has been entertaining. I want him to do well. A team has to come last. <laughs> that's that's where I reach. Mm. And I don't know whether what the Tigers have got there together. Um, I certainly don't have them out of the bottom four. So I've got the Tigers winning a third straight spoon, and that hurts. I mean, mm. I feel desperately sorry for their fans, if that's going to happen again this year. But I've got the Tigers, Wooden Spooners, Brandy. There we there go. There you go. Okay. And I was on their bus last year, their rickshaw, if you remember. You I were. horribly wrong there. So you bailed and you're not on I've it this bailed. year. bailed. Yeah. Right uh, Let's get into the top eight then. Well, uh, okay. Well, have you got you, a team you... sliding? No, no, have you got a slider? So without before you reveal your, your eight, a team that was high up last year that's a, that's a slider this year. Who have you got? Well, I've actually Anyone got... I've got yeah, yeah, well, I have. I've got Newcastle, who finished fifth last year, missing the eight. Okay. Yep. All right. So I, I would say that's a slide. Uh, mm-hmm. But I've also got the Sharks, who finished sixth, missing the eight. Okay. What about and, Raiders? And got they the, made the eight? The Raiders, who finished eighth, uh, with, with a very bad uh, for and against yep. <laughs> differential. Yep. I've got them missing on the back of Jack okay. White and leaving. I think they're short. I've got a couple of sliders as well, the Sharks and the Raiders. So I, the sliders being teams that made the eight last year that are missing out mm-hmm. this year. I've got the Sharks and the Raiders outside my eight. So now let's get down to the top eight. Um, and let's go eight to one. 
Brandy, what's okay. your top eight for this year for the NRL? Yeah, I'm going to go the Warriors, the Seagulls, the Cowboys, the Melbourne Storm, the Broncos, the Roosters, South Sydney, Penrith. That is the top eight. So we saying Panthers, Rabbitohs. They're your top two? Yep. Okay. We won't ask Brandy for a premier. Um, we know his attachment to the Panthers would be incredible if they won four. This is my top eight, folks. I have the Cowboys eighth, Knights at seven, Rabbitohs six, Roosters five, Storm four, Warriors three, and very tempted to put them in the top two. That's how mm. bullish I am about the Warriors. Panthers two, Broncos one. I have a repeat of last year's grand final, which I went the early crow <laughs> after last year's grand final. I said Broncos Panthers, so I'll stick with that. But I, where, where the trials and the preseason challenge is never a really strong indicator of the whole picture, mm. it showed enough to me there is depth now at the Warriors. So there's there's depth there. Roger Tuivasa-Shek back. Um, the, the players they had on deck last year, Kurt Capel's a, a really good pickup, a really good pickup. Um, yep. So I've got the Warriors backing up last year, breaking down that a little more. Storm, I think Ryan Pappenhausen, fingers crossed, all rugby league fans got their fingers crossed for him. I think he can be a superstar again this year, Ryan Pappenhausen. So you yeah, have I a really big too. four there, don't you? Munster, Hughes, Pappenhausen, Grant. That's, mm. yep. that's a hell of a spine. It's, it is. It is. And I think fantastic. the back rowers. Yeah, I think the back rowers, Ali Katoa and Trent Liero, will be better for mm. the seasons they had last year. So I, th- I, I think Storm again will be. I've got them out of my top four, but the, the, anything yeah. can happen. You know, I got Rabbitohs question mark. I got a. Ra- I got a question mark over the Rabbitohs. I well, just don't know about the the senior players. But you're 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 bullish again, on them. Well, again, I, I picked it almost a month ago. So well well before the, the preseason, before the news about uh, Campbell Graham was out, um, I just thought South Sydney, like a good side, bounces back after a loss during the, the season, the regular season. I just think South have too many good players. I know there's some question marks, but I had them, I had them finishing top two last year. I, I think they can bounce back and do that. Uh, there is a little bit of concern. Uh, about the outside backs, the depth with Campbell Graham missing a lot of the season, mm. uh, but I st- I think their big players will play well, and I think Not, they last year mm. they had they had they didn't have a great one injury wise. Totola barely played played a handful of games. And yeah, I think they'll all be better players. So I'm thinking Souths can have a great year. Knights out, reason being yeah, Knights out. Well. Again, overachieved. You think they just overachieved last year? Well, on that I think that an incredible run that they went on. They, they, and I, I don't know if they back it up. I, I don't know if if Kalen Ponga is close. It doesn't have a Dally M type season. I, mm. I don't know if they get there, Andrew. All right. So who's your Dally M middle winner? Well, I've gone Cleary. He hasn't won a Dally M. I think he's. I think if Penrith have a good year, I think he's on track to win the Dally M. All right, and and their preseason challenge. Just one game yesterday. Seeing Scott Drinkwater, he will be the dominant player at the Cowboys, and I've got them in my eight. Therefore, they're going to win a lot of games. I've got Scott Drinkwater for the Dally M top try scorer with the Warriors having a great year. I've got Dallin Mutenni Zalesniak. I think the the flying flying mullet. He'll, mullet. he'll go. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've got I've got Dom Young. I think the Roosters will have a good year, and I think Dom Young will have a good year on the end of the back line. Okay. And you might have to get back to me on Rookie of the Year. Well, I just I've need got a little rookie. more time. Okay, this, this is what I'd do. If I was, if I was Cameron Seraldo, I wouldn't have Blake Taff as the fullback. I'd have Joe Ash Papali 
as the starting full. I'd start him in round one. And therefore, off the back of that, I think he could win Dallium Player of the Year. All right. Interesting. Lovely little sound effect. Uh, so there you have it, folks. React to it. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Are we right? Are we wrong? Are we absolutely off the charts with that? Our top eights we've committed. Come at us. Run at us. <laughs> Give us a go. 13 and a half after seven right here on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. And now on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, the back page with Michelle Bishop. that together quick yeah. happy birthday michelle wow thank you very much 21 today well i wish i feel 21 anyway congratulations <laughs> i hope you've one had year a good off one the big so one. far 49 Excellent. Excellent. charlie have a lovely voice <laughs> is that what he's been doing yeah that's charlie for the that's last charlie. three weeks recording yeah. the recording yeah. the birthday song Oh, well, he's just He's a talented guy. All right. I think kill the music, kill the music, kill yeah. the music. Um, can we start on a real downer, first of all? Um, yeah, what, injuries, necessary Tiger? evil. Well, yeah, necessary oh. evil and injuries. Um, when I saw Tom Gilbert, who was a terrific fella, and I, and I thought he was the Dolphins' number one recruit day one, and then he got injured in origin and then missed better part of the year. That's an ACL. Is that, is that it? Is that 2024 wiped out as well? Well, look, you've got to imagine. So um, knee injury this time, and that's obviously months after recovering from season and the shoulder surgery. So uh, really bad luck there for Tom Gilbert. And I will just briefly mention, I've, I saw him uh, a couple of times last year, just yeah, out and about uh, there on the Gold Coast. Um, you know, whilst he was injured, still making such an effort to get out and see, you know, kids in schools. Um, you know, as you say, he's been, he's awesome for the game. It's just, it's just horrible luck. Um we're hoping not not the season, but, you know, looks very much like that. And that, of course, in the Warriors 34-22 loss, uh, uh, yeah, very, very frustrating. He was seen uh, clutching and, and, and down for quite some time with that right knee for obvious reasons. Um, well, what else have we got in terms of... Uh, look, I'll start going through some of the games rather than just the injuries. The West Tigers, their performance over the Dragons, 34-18 losers. Their fans should be concerned. And, wow, isn't it going to be a long year for Benji Marshall? Uh, there were some, um, you know, sort of good signs in terms of that uh, Lockie Galvin has, has been impressive uh, when he got into the halves. Uh, but as we say, we left that. they left that match uh, with more questions than answers. And they've got, obviously, the round one by a bit of time to roll the sleeves up and, and get some things done. But you, you sort of think, wow, it's been a whole pre-season. What has been going on there? On the opposite side of the equation, some better signs for the Dragons yesterday. And I guess one uh, key point for you guys is uh, there was a, a, a situation there right at the back end with 13 minutes to go that Dean Young had to physically hold Ben Hunt down to get him to not go back on the field uh, to replace Kyle Flanagan, which is an awesome sign of, of someone who obviously wants to stay uh, and wants to play for the club. He you know, copped a fair bit last year. Uh, so obviously, as I say, some positive times there. But maybe uh, there's been a bit of a rib injury to prop Blake Laurie. Not sure uh, how that's sort of you know panning out, but the, the uh, medical staff will be across that. Let's move to the Panthers. They, of course, lost the World Club Challenge to Wigan, um, albeit under some controversial circumstances. Uh, uh, they haven't been able to obviously secure that silverware, so that's pretty tough for them. On the opposite side of the equation, Wigan have secured it for a fifth time, equaling the Roosters. Uh, Taylor May obviously was denied that try on the final play, um, which was very frustrating. Uh, the ref 
uh, ruled a no try. Uh, shout out to some of the Aussies over there as well, though, I have to say. Jai Field had a blinder, Bevan French, and obviously my nephew, Adam Kieran, can't leave him out. Um, but from that winger, uh, Sunir Taruva, he limped off the field. They're waiting on scans. Um, he's aggravated a right knee injury. So that's uh, a bit of a concern there for the Panthers. Uh, Fiji, Storm beat the, the Knights 28 points to 10. Uh, one thing out of that, guys, which was really interesting to watch, uh, uh, Jonah Pezzett, Pezzett, Troy Pezzett's son, uh, isn't it like he just showed you know glimpses of brilliance there but he's obviously stuck behind cam munster and he comes off uh contract on november one surely there'd be clubs throwing anything they can at him because uh, he's obviously going to be stuck behind him for quite some time i mean he gets to step up in origin uh but just seeing how well he played yesterday what are your thoughts on that one yeah Would he, he, stay he at was the he was very good uh i i don't well how does he break through jerome hughes and cameron munster and they're mm. they're, they're yeah. on long-term deals to you know you would think to take them sort of into retirement. Yeah, tough they, they they won't be going anywhere. So he might have no. to move, and 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 the job might have been done. His time at the Melbourne Storm and what he's learnt down there can be mm. taken away. I you know I I think there'll be a club that uh, might be chasing him. Michelle, he might be in a good good position. Yeah, um, we'll just wrap up quickly. The Raiders went down thirty six twenty six to the Cowboys. Cohen Hess, the problem there, he suffered a knee injury. Uh, that's a problem, uh, obviously, for the Cowboys moving forward. And I'll just briefly mention the Parramatta Eels are defeating Titans uh, 26-16. Really good to see Mitchell Moses had the ball on the string, um, obviously, in partnership with Dylan Brown. And the forwards, it was good to see uh, in the heat this time of year, Junior Paulo and Regan Campbell-Gillard be able to step up the way they did as well. So that's kind of the crux of, um, of the trials across the weekend before we uh, enter the season proper. Don't know about Parramatta. Don't have them in my eights. Just not sure about um, about the Eels bouncing back. I've got, you know, Rabbitohs and Cowboys bouncing back, but I don't quite have the Eels bouncing back. Yeah, um, consistency for them has been a, a drama for but, a long but time. Watch, watching them yesterday, you know, I, watching, you know... It was exciting. Again, last year they had Dylan Brown out for seven weeks. Yeah, and, and true, Brown. Missed a, a big chunk of the, the season where they... You know, it was a poor start, poor finish... The start was close. They lost, you know, they lost a couple of Golden Point games yeah. uh, to start the season. Very close. Uh, so the, yeah. the Eels, look, there's, there's, I, I think there's twelve or thirteen sides that could play finals. And I agree. Just, I, I agree. Yeah. It's, it, I'll, I'll be honest. That's a, that's a caveat on my top eight. I reckon this was the hardest year ever to mm. narrow down to an eight. Um, you know, teams like I've got, I've got Dolphins at thirteen, and I think they can. They could play the finals. Um, mm. So there you go. Now, now I'm a day away from going to Vegas. And over the weekend, the story of American expansion. Oh, did I see a headline, Carl Stefanovic going to throw some coin in or something? <laughs> Bizarre headlines Guys, I read. It was not one of those um, scam uh, headlines, was it? But was Carl Stefanovic <laughs> going to be a financial backer of the American Super League or something along those lines? Well, I actually think... This is possibly quite, um, he switched on, uh, a smart move. Very early days, so we can't get too excited. The NRL has absolutely no formal ties with this yet. It's a private consortium. They'll present to the NRL next Saturday. It is gathering support, as you say, uh, Channel 9's Carl Stefanovic. He's put his money where his mouth is. He wants to share. Um, it's been dubbed NRL America, $23 million, a 10-team competition to, in the States from 2025. The NRL is obviously keen on having a permanent foothold over there, and, and why wouldn't they? It's, uh, it's one of the world's biggest sporting markets. Now, when we say a private consortium, um, this is the guy that's leading this up, is Steve Scanlon. He's a, a Brizzy-based businessman. 
He backed the, the likes of Tim Zhu and Jim Horn in their quest to become world champions uh, in the boxing arena. Uh, so he's very well known in the industry. He met uh, ARLC chairman Peter Volandis a fortnight ago. He's outlined the vision. Uh, and, and obviously, Volandis knows that this is a niche market. Uh, we're obviously kicking off over there with this doubleheader. It's the first doubleheader of a, of a five-year plan. Um, so that's that's the extent of that. We did learn also across the weekend that uh, the NRL is asset-rich, $260 million, $58.2 million in surplus, $700 million uh, from that revenue last year. Um, they wanna, they've they got the money to be able to now approach the English Super League to buy them up as well. So with Volandis in the chair, they want expansion all over the place. They've got that expansion uh, ha- happening, whether it be PNG or not. Um, and I did see some comments which I thought were interesting from Wayne Bennett, guys, and it's sort of you're sort of thinking, yeah, all those sports in America, that is massive. But he said when he went over there with the Brisbane Broncos in 1988 uh, to form a relationship with the Denver Broncos, soccer was just a, a little bit of sport just being mentioned, like soccer is in the round ball game, that football. Um, 40 years on, and yes, it is 40 years. It's taken a long time. It's massive over there now. So, you know, it is. it might not be pie-in-the-sky stuff. We might be onto something. Um, you know, it's 10 points for trying, I guess, to expand the game. Mm. You never know, Michelle. Uh, happy birthday. Great report. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit later on. But enjoy your day. You deserve it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Michelle Bishop right there. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers and have your say on our top eights. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You could be in the running to be our Club Med Caller of the Week or get on the text at 22 after 7. Brighton's Lawyers, your verdict is back. There's $2,500 up for grabs. Just head to sensurvivor.com.au. And a reminder, every caller who rings the show is in line to be our Club Med Caller of the Week. All of the callers of the week go into the draw for a family trip for four to Bali worth nearly 10 grand. All you have to do is call us on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Could the number one golfer be in line for our caller uh, of the week? Uh, he's on the open line right now, Andrew. Hello, number one golfer. Yeah, good morning, guys. I'm here to say uh, bad ball is dead. <laughs> yep. Done. The um, third test, third test, the... Uh, British press has just been giving it to Joe Root, trying to reverse. I was cruising at two for 200 odd. Trying to reverse, reverse sweep Jasper Broomer. And and then everything just went downhill. Look at the current test. They didn't know what to do. You were talking earlier this morning, guys, how slow they scored in the second innings. But they, they don't, that Baz Ball is gone. It's finished. Mm. They're, they're one of the last lowest ranked teams now. So what do you think, Wolfie? Well, it's on the last train out of here. Well, no, I think they're now betwixt. There's no doubt the the evidence there. I'll, I'll let you hop on that train. Don't want you to miss your train, number one golfer. But if you're just going on the raw numbers of this test, where if they were totally convinced it was the way, you know, you keep on going, they've defied that. They've gone in defiance of Bazball in this test, and it hasn't worked either. So now they're crashing towards um, likely defeat. India need 152 to win with all 10 second innings wickets in hand going into day four. Um, and yes, so first innings they scored at 3.36 and over. That's not bad, but it's not basball, is it? It's not basball. And the second innings they've collapsed and all out for 145. And when you've got blokes like Ben Folks at the crease for 17 runs off 76 balls, that's a mm. long way from basball, Brandy. 17 yep. off 76. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, it, it's very hard to make a, make a decision. Don't, don't, like, wouldn't you want to treat it's each test match... Uh, each innings that you play as a batsman 
on its merits, on the bowlers, on the pitch, instead of going in with a, you know, a theory, a, a, a you know, a, a theory like baseball. Let's let's score as quick as we can. Like, you know, it's well. That you treat still good each to test, watch. Each I'll, I'll say this though. I'll say this. Still good to watch. Still good to watch. Yeah, I don't know for a what, while. Now it's collapsed. Now poor it's old Ollie Pope this test. Um, lasted three balls, two ducks. Got it. So you got a pair. Golden duck in the second innings and out after two balls in the first innings. Uh, on the text, Penrith will slide down the ladder to about fourth. That's Wazza of uh, uh, Kingsford. Uh, what's up with no para guys? Is it our hooker mm-hmm. conundrum, Black Stumpy, or no more than just hooker? Yeah. More than just hooker. Just you know, it was, it, it was the end of the season for me, and they, they, I think they won three of their last eight. And, and mm. Brown, Dylan Brown, was back in for for a period during those games. So I, I don't know. It, it's it's very tough to to leave sides out and put you know replace them with other sides. But uh, you can only have eight. Sharks, Eels, Newcastle will be all in the mix. Like Jesus, don't don't panic. Uh, Brandy, you picking the Dragons as wooden spooners is a joke. They will be in a fight for position six to ten, without doubt, uh, says our obviously Dragons fan. Dragons did run sixteenth last year. Now Shane Flanagan as coach was one of the reasons why I thought, oh, you know, he had me going, thinking that maybe they don't run last, but you know the five eight problem, uh, that which is a problem for them. Um, Kyle Flanagan might be, he might get through the season. Um, but I'm, there's got to be a question mark over it. I, anyway, they look good on the weekend against the Tigers. But uh, I picked this three weeks ago. No one All right. Last. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. And you can be the club med caller of the week. Give us a buzz on 1300 01 1170. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. All the big sports headlines in a moment right here on uh, Sydney SEN 1170 AM. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Some of the sporting headlines of the morning. Australia has cruised to a 3-0 series whitewash over the Kiwis with a 27-run victory yesterday. It, it was only it was down to 10 overs. It got reduced. Uh, Duckworth, Lewis and uh, Stern. Stern. Yeah. Old Sterny, baby, yeah. Uh, uh, two test series cricket, about Andrew. to start. Oh, yeah, the cricket, the Marsh Cup, everyone. It stopped the nation. Uh, West Australia beat New South Wales by five wickets. The one bright sport, uh, point for New South Wales, Ollie Davies, uh, he did fire. And uh, he he's getting very consistent, Ollie Davies. I, I think Australian selection somewhere not beyond him. Yesterday, 51 of 53, top scored for uh, New South Wales, Ollie Davies. Mm. Uh, Michelle ran through some of the uh, score lines in the trial matches uh, it could be another long season for the West Tigers. Here's Benji Marshall speaking after their loss to the Dragons. We know where we are and where we stand. And, um, you know, after feeling good last week of coming off the back of beating the Warriors, um, tonight showed I thought where we really are and that we've got a lot of work to do. So three weeks until we play, we need to sort a lot of things out. If I'm being honest, it's a bit disappointing. Um, when you look for positives amongst that, uh, we played a team tonight that just ran harder and tackled harder than us, and sometimes it's that simple. And one thing I didn't think that would question would be um, our attitude around turning up. You know, so um, something we're lucky it's not round one for us, and there's not two points on the line. But if we don't address that, um, we'll be in for a tough season. So yeah, a little bit of work to do. There. You, you, you know grim. what? You know, you know what made me think. Oh boy, the runarounds. What, what the runaround? Like the, the appy running around and like it's not working. It didn't work yeah. last year. 
Why, why yeah. continue with the the old runaround? Not happening. Yeah. Uh, a big rap for Les Kiss, who we had on this program just a few weeks ago. Uh, now the Queensland Reds coach kicking off the Super Rugby season with a win. It was actually pretty entertaining. 40-22 over the Waratahs. Lead changed six times in the first half, and there were eight tries scored in the match. Uh, but Queensland uh, in for maybe a, an okay season. Waratahs still have some problems. Uh, elsewhere in the draw, the Brumbies off to a winning start with a big win over the Rebels, 30 points to three. It's bad times at the Rebels. Bad uh, times. Yes, yes. Uh, thanks for making the switch to SCN 1170 AM, the home of sport in Sydney. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Ah, this is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on a Monday morning. Actually, this is my last show for a week. Off to Vegas tomorrow. Uh, but you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL grand final experience, whether I'm here or not, thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong. That's Ream. Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. And a reminder, if you're only just tuning in, we've got a fantastic prize to give away to our open line caller of the year. It's a family trip for four to Bali worth nearly $10,000. Anyone who calls us is in the running for our caller of the week. Um, that includes um, Gary of Newtown. All of our callers of the week go into the barrel for this huge prize at the end of the year. Need to get away? Choose Club Med, premium, all-inclusive holidays. Visit Club Med online or local travel agent, your local travel agent. I'm thinking the family trip to four could be four of our listeners if they all got together. Oh, you know, so good, Gary good. goes with mm. Pedro, goes with Reptile, goes yep. with the number one golfer. Uh, the four the of rabbit. them could go. Together. The rabbit. The rabbit's yeah. been missing for a while. Maybe we can drag yeah. the rabbit out from somebody. They, they, they ring each other up and say, how about we take this prize? Andrew of Newcastle is straight away in contention for the prize. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. He has called Andrew. Have you got some mail, have you, Andrew? Oh, a little bit of... No, I just wishful mail, probably, Vossie, but um, I'm getting excited. So I'm off on Wednesday to Vegas with a group of mates for a, our uh, combined 50th birthday a lot of us are turning 50 this year so uh how good watch out vegas but um you were talking about jonah pezzett earlier and uh as a manly fan i think dce turned 36 last week so i'd be uh getting him over to brookvale next year having one last year with dce and putting him on a like he's a he's an amazing young player and i think uh it's just called planning for the future i rate him very highly mm. Yes. No, he's a good player. And you're right, DC. So DC is signed until the end of next year, isn't he? So he's going to, he's going to go around 24-25. And you'd think that that would be the end of it, Andrew. Um, and Luke and Brooks is there. it's been a great career. Now. Luke Brooks is there. But I, I don't think you want Luke Brooks as your seven. I think, I, I think you want... We'll see how it plays out this year. But from what... DC will run the team this year. Luke Brooks won't have that pressure of running the team. And we... Luke Brooks isn't a halfback. He doesn't doesn't talk enough. He doesn't. It's not. It just didn't work at the Tigers. I, I think you leave him in the six and let him run. Andrew, I will just let you know. Pessett is actually under contract till the end of next year with Melbourne. So I, I know that the contracts can mean nothing. You know, you can buy out and all the rest. But Melbourne mm. aren't letting him go anytime soon. You wouldn't think they'll have to get something back themselves. If and I don't think they will. Hughes, what Jerome Hughes, twenty nine this year. You know, no, yeah. no, I think he's. They've done. They've put enough effort in. There's no way they're going to lose Pezzett. But wishful thinking, Andrew. Um, you're in line, mate. You could be off to Bali later this year. Would you go with other callers, or would it be family? 
Oh, no, I'd have to take the family. I'm skipping away from the family to go to uh, Vegas. Oh, so yeah, I didn't have to... Uh, yeah. wow. two, I haven't got two leave passes, so I think they yeah. gave it 10 years <laughs> to earn up, don't they? Yeah, yeah trip to Vegas. they got the school yeah. run at the moment, saying, you're going to Vegas tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, if we get to yeah. Vegas again next time. But, you know, Jared Waitley, thank you for the call, Andrew. Thanks to Jared Waitley. What, what about that? Like, he, he goes over there to call the Super Bowl, goes to the Grand Canyon, goes yep. to U2, goes yeah. to David Copperfield Magic Show, goes mm. to ice hockey, Live golf. goes to Live Golf. I mean, yep. seriously, he he's, he's he thrown us trip. all under the bus. He has. And Andrew's in line to be our club med caller of the week. All, the, all, our, all of our callers uh, of the week go into the barrel for your chance to win that trip for four to Bali worth nearly 10 grand. Uh, that is fantastic stuff. Uh, Boys Wild Panther says, why is there no captain's challenge in international rules? And why was international rules as it wasn't a test match a good point well it was played in england did did mm. when the world club challenge yeah. was played out here last year was there captain's challenge oh geez you're testing my memory i don't, I don't to... think there was no you, you don't play australian rules in australia and england rules in england with a world club challenge it'd have to be no. international rules um mm-hmm. is how they're doing That's it, I right. would have thought. Not, yeah, it's not know. an international match between two countries, but it is international. Mm. Is uh, this one, Brandy, assuming? love you, mate, but you cannot have us finishing below the Tigers or the Dogs. That's a, a def- in defence of the Dragons. Mm. Oh, well, that, that, you know, that, that, that might be the case. It might be, but you had to nominate someone. Um, I just wanted to give the, the Tigers a rest. Okay, all right. Boys, if the Dragons stay healthy, they'll surprise with their competitiveness. But if injuries hit, their depth isn't there from a realistic Dragon supporter. There you go, a little bit more feedback. Uh, that, that's drawing a reaction. You having the Dragons for the spoon, Brandy. I do mm. not have the Dragons for the spoon. Okay. Uh, I was just reading Brisbane won the preseason challenge worth over 100000 Well, worth 100000 yes. The minor premiership last season wasn't worth much more, or am I wrong? Mm. Marco, uh, oh. no, you're right, hundred. Can I? Yeah, we'll make that comment to a serious one. Um, it's it's probably not high up on the agenda, but we do have to restructure this preseason challenge. Given that we're locked into Vegas for the next five years, it's a bit it's a bit of a farce that we have. Well, one, a World Club Challenge team away, um, four teams involved in Vegas where they only play one week well, of Manly the preseason challenge. Any. Fair Dinkum. Man- so, Manly didn't play any games, Fairdink. Man- Manly left all their stars out last week, too. So yeah. Man- Man- Manly hit round one without 12 of their players playing a game. Yes. So the Brisbane-Manly game, to decide, as it has, it's decided the preseason challenge with Brisbane mm-hmm. just all reserve graders. It's not how it's meant to work if you've got a trophy up for grabs. For the integrity and prestige of any sort of prize... Yeah. I think they have to have a rethink of points and bonus points and all that things well, around the preseason. Yes, now that right. we're five years in Vegas, we can't exactly. have it go like it did this year. No, Roosters versus South on Friday night. Well, the our three first round three players, NRL players. Three NRL well, no, players. No, one didn't play. Three, three, yeah. One didn't play. Didn't make the plane. Jarrett Subler lost county because he played one minute of NRL. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, by the way, Brady, Jarrett Subler, he's a cousin of yeah. uh, Joe Vitanza. Uh, Is he? Uh, yeah, one of the viewers got in touch with me and said, let Brandy know, cousin of, um, of Joe Vitanza. There we go. Yeah, there you uh, go. One of your mates. Good stuff. Big Joe. Yeah. Uh, hi, boys. Missed your eight. Can you repeat? Where do you both have the Roosters? Brian, all right, quickly through it. My eight. Broncos, Panthers, Warriors, Storm, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Knights, Cowboys. I have the Roosters in 
bottom of the top eight. Okay, Panthers, Souths, Roosters, Broncos. That's the top four. Melbourne, Cowboys, Manly, Warriors. There's the eight. Uh, Vossi, heard a rumour that Gary from Newtown is sitting next to you on the flight tomorrow. Nervous flyer and talks non-stop. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you uh, for that. I'll make sure that the boots are well and truly powered up. Oh, that would be funny, wouldn't it? That Uh, would be hilarious. Talking football, so I might get onto that subject. Talking footballs. Uh, uh, this one from Josh, he says, I think there's something to say about the fact that the first and second scored most of their points fielding flag and ball players against flag and ball players. As Vossi said, we need to rethink how Vegas fits in with this little comp if they wanted to keep trending upwards. Um, yeah, it, it did make it. Well, the, well, the, it the, quick answer, the quick answer is they do have to start a week earlier. Yeah, they'd have to have the pre-season challenge, but I don't know how that... That fits in the scheme of things. You know, you'd have to play the game a week earlier, a week away from Vegas to yeah, try and right. get more um, of the quality players playing. Fossey, what's the weather in Vegas for us that are flying over there this week? So we bring shorts and T-shirts as it's a desert, jumpers and jackets as it's winter. Not sure what to bring. Or who cares will be drunk, 50ths all round. Um, no, it's cold. It's cold. Like nights, it'll get down. Be- the temperature range will be between 1 and no higher than 15 during the day. We might be going to the desert, but it's not going to be hot sunshine. A range of temperatures. This, if you compare with last year, the highest temperature for this week was 15 degrees and the lowest was one. Mm. So it's going to be cold at night, real cold, yeah. and um, not all that hot during the day. Yeah, okay. Uh, Brandy, we'll just have to be happy with the three-peat. Uh, go the Mighty Panthers, says Matt the Panther. Yeah, I, on the scheme of things, you're right, Matt. I, you know, and, and I shouldn't be referee bashing or, t- you know, it's, um, well, I've, the I've moved away the from video. that. Video referee, sorry. Mm. Yeah, I've moved away from that, but seriously. Yeah. Uh, morning, boys. Surprised that you both have the Cowboys in your top eight. What do you see changing? I, I just think yeah, preparation better. They said they've... They, Todd Payton, and speaking on Fox League yesterday, said pre-Christmas, they set all sorts of strength yep. records. Like a, Well, a, well, I'm going to say it. Train the house down. Train the house he, down. Totally and he did make so time. much about the pre-season in 22 when they made the grand final qualifier. Yep. And then he made so much about the preseason last year. He said that they weren't there. That we, we've had no preseason. World Cup players really didn't buy into what we were doing. So all of a sudden they, they started the season poorly, uh, and it never really got much better for the Cowboys. Uh, again, I think too many good players in their lineup um, to not bounce back from what happened last year. Have a crack at uh, your top eight. You've heard ours. Have a crack. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. or get on the text line with your top eight for this year. Where have we got it right and wrong? Let us know. At eight minutes to eight, uh, Vossi, okay, I think it's got to be Vegas inspired today, or either I'm leaving on a jet plane, one or the other. Uh, thanks for making the switch to SEN 1170am, the home of sport in Sydney. Breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. A reminder, Stacey Jones, not far away, new New Zealand coach, a legend of rugby league. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Monday, it is, um, it's a phenomenal week, really, in rugby league. When you think about it, I mean, I, in some ways, I, I still can't believe it, if you know what I mean. We, we, we're broadcasting from Vegas next Sunday. Um, Saturday night, Vegas time. Sunday afternoon, if you're not, you've got your head around it, so cancel engagements. Fox League coverage is from midday. Fox League is the only um, area, only channel where you can get both games. Fox, Fox League is the only channel that's doing the first game 
of the season, South v Manly. So a 90-minute preview going into the first game, the doubleheader, and then just to complete the Fox League day, Matty John's live from Allegiant Stadium. It's it's a, it's incredible. It's 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 been Volandi's driving it, and it's not just a one-off. It's not a hit and run. We're locked in for five years. The opener to the season, Brandy, talking bigger picture, and this is discussions I've had with league mates of mine, we might never be back in Australia. You know what I mean? Like, it was said over the weekend, and, and you react, and this will lead into our chat about the World Club Challenge. What about one year we, we kick off the year at Old Trafford or Wembley or you know, go to the north of England to kick off the season? How well would that be received? Yeah. I think it'd be massive. I, I, be I, I just think there's great potential here. To you know, We're on the road. We might be on the road for good. Uh, yes. Do we want to hear a bit of the uh, World Club Challenge audio? Oh, salty brandy! Let's just, <laughs> just, just let's, straight let's face just salty brandy. Just wants to go straight to the let's no just, try. Is that what we're doing? Well, let's just start the last let's hour go. of the program just with a reminder of what happened at six o'clock when we first came on, and you said, "How was your weekend?" I said, "Well, it was okay, but." <laughs> Yeah. Now it's Smith, gets it away to field, stabs a kick in behind, gathered by Wigan, can they ground it? Oh, it chips away, did they get it over the line? Referee by feet to check this. How wide is that white line? I've got a live call of try. I, I have insufficient evidence to overturn the live call. I'm not going to the angles I need. I've made my decision. A huge moment in this game. There we go. I have insufficient evidence to overturn the on-field decision of try. He said, how wide is that white line, the commentator said. It's a a metre wide. It's a (laughs) metre wide. (laughs) Based on that. It was a foot short, wasn't it? It was a foot short. The referee, Liam Moore, uh, to give the picture to those who have only heard the audio, he is behind the play. When, When... the bloke comes up short of the line. He's in no position to even take a stab whether the bloke has scored a try because he's got a b- bodies in front of him. He could not possibly see ball or line. And then he runs around and gets in a position to say, oh, no, that's a try. And, and that, was, that was after the tackle had been completed and all the rest. He just says, I'll send it up a try. So flawed process, let's go first. But then secondly, because I'll, I'll pick up the ball and run with it here. Yeah. When he says insufficient evidence, that is total bunkum. The, the evidence was there at the very least double movement because you have seen the ball clearly grounded a foot short of the line. So I won't exaggerate and say a metre. He is at no. least 30 to 50 centimetres short of the line. If he got to the line, how the hell did he get to the line after the tackle was complete? Double movement. Oi, <laughs> have you yeah. heard of it? <laughs> you know, like that insufficient evidence. It, what? What? It's, everyone saw it from every angle. It wasn't a matter of it's only 1D, you can't tell. No, mm. you could see line, grass, ball. You know, I, it was I, so clear. It was I so clear. The, yeah, I think the video referee uh, for mm. that game uh, was, the, was the doorman at the Newcastle pub. Um, oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, that's a surprise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah similar. Anyway, um, let's let's not bang on about it, but Andrew. I, I, oh no, let's not bang I'm on about it. it. You just we weren't even going to talk about it out of eight, and then you you've thrown in the audio and everything. Yes. Yes. Salt yes. Salt uh, now, a reminder: you could be our club med call of, 
of the year. A family trip to four to Bali worth nearly 10 grand. Just call on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you our call of the week, you'll go into the draw. If you need to get away, choose Club Med, premium, all-inclusive holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent. Uh, let's cross the ditch. We're going to cross the ditch. We've already crossed the ditch this morning to Ian Smith. Let's do it with Warrior Holic. G'day, Warrior Holic. Morning, boys. I thought it was too good an opportunity not to share my top eight, but just before I jump into that, I know it's pre-season, mate, but how good is that young centre of ours, RTS? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty mate, good, isn't people he? Talking that he? People talking he was going to have to go into cup for two or three games to get used to playing mm. league again. My God. He's opened up our left hand, our right hand edge, our left hand edge there, mate. Anyway, yep. so He'll be here we go. We got Panthers, right. Warriors, yep, mm-hmm. Broncos, mm-hmm. Melbourne, yep. Knights, Beasts, mm-hmm. Cows, and this last one's bloody tough, but I'm going to get Paris sneaking yet. I'm lucky to Titan South and Manly. All right, we're almost the same. We're, we're seven yeah. the same. You and I, yeah, we're seven we're, the yeah, same. We're, just so, Brandy, just on Roger Tuivasa-Sheik, seeing yep. him in the shape he's in, I, I don't think he's ever looked physically stronger. Do you want him with the ball in his hands more? And fullback's the position. Like, I know we're, we're saying, but is he a better fullback than Chance Zickel-Klukstar? I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ch- Chance has been great. Chance has been great. But if you if you wanted to pick and play your most dangerous player at fullback, it'd be Roger. I think the way Roger's came has come back into rugby league... Uh, I think Andrew Webster would be seriously considering, um, and it might he mightn't start the season there, but I think at some stage he will be the fullback. Chance right, playing the centres. We can probably get our next guest to buy into this. And, and Brandy, I'll hand it over to you. Um, mm. uh, but, but I will say this: Joey Johns, Matthew Johns, regard this bloke as as good as any player they ever watched. They loved him, mm. and that's for high praise from a couple of great rugby league judges and players. Yeah, well, well, when I when I arrived in New Zealand, I, I didn't know, I'd never heard of Stacey Jones because he was a boy. He was he was only seventeen, um, and I I remember thinking, and I'd watched Brad Fittler make his debut um, five or six years before that in nineteen back end of nineteen eighty nine. But I remember when Stacey played first grade when he came into the side very early in the piece too, very early in the piece in the the uh, debut year of the Warriors. I said, well. He's as good as any young player I've ever seen. And he went on to mm. become a New Zealand great. And now he's the coach of the Kiwis and former teammate of mine. And um, I loved him. He was great to, to play with. And uh, he's on the line from, from New Zealand. Stacey, welcome to the program. Hey, Brandy. Uh, you're too kind, mate. <laughs> now, do you remember yeah. those days, Stace? Uh, we had a little bar down the end of the road, a little pub. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but we used to go down there. We'd have a few. The boys, the the team, and then you'd sleep on our lounge, and I'd wake you up and say, we've got training in the morning. Mate, come on. Those, they were good days. They were good days. You taught me uh, taught me a lot of stuff, Brandy, um, not just on the footy field, but off the footy field too. So, uh, yeah, we had some, uh, some very good times, those early days at the Warriors, and, and I sort of uh, grew up uh, really quickly um, hanging around um, – you know, guys like like yourself and Gene Namu and Sid Eru, Sean Hoppy was uh, certainly some uh, some great experience in those early days of the Warriors. 
Yeah, an amazing career at club level, Stacey. Um, I think it's only appropriate, just sit back for a moment, that we replay your try from the 0-2 grand final. Marsh combining with Jones after CU2, you gave them an opportunity. Here's Jones in his space. Jones is inside the 10. Jones scores. New Zealand are level. New Zealand are level. This wonderful halfback, Stacey Jones, has opened them up. Dummies to Lauatuti. Steps left, steps left again. Through the gap. Comes to the fullback, Phillips. He's a good defender. Didn't go close to getting him. Avoided the ankle tap from Brad Fittler. He's beaten five or six. Punches the air. Well, this is one of the best grand final tries you'll ever see. No one laid a hand on him in the end. There you go. Rab, Sturlo, Fatty, all waxing lyrical about a, an amazing grand final moment. Uh, Stacey, from the playing career, and you achieved everything, but you don't have the grand final win. How does that sit with you? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, after... Uh after that, the try, that, that was uh, all that we could celebrate really at the Warriors because the Roosters just went to another level. So, uh, yeah, pretty disappointing. Um, but, uh, that that night, um, you know, a, a really good uh, good year we had that, that year, but we couldn't quite finish it off. And um, we just come up against uh, the Roosters, Brad Footler leading the charge, and they were just too good for us. And, um yeah, unfortunately, um, we never got another opportunity. Or well, I never got another opportunity to play in a, in a grand final. Come close the following year, we Penrith beat us in a semi. But uh, no, um, uh, that was pretty much it um, as far as you know coming close to grand finals. Mm. Um, what was I thinking? I was, I was, Vossi wanted to ask a question. I was just well, I, well, I'll just go extension on that. More about regrets. this because Brandy, you yeah. have regrets. I don't know whether you have regrets because you have the premiership in the bag. I'm talking. I, I'm in a position here. I've got two great halfbacks around me. Brandy, opposite Stacey Jones on the line. Brandy's got the premiership. You don't, Stacey. Is it a big regret, or you, you feel as if you got everything out of your career possible? Oh, look, hey, you know, well, I wish I had have had one, and and. You know, there's nothing you can do about it now. You you move on. Um, you look back at at, at a at your career and the stuff you're doing. There's there's lots of people that that aren't fortunate to to just play the game, play the game at the level that I got to play it. And you know, there's players out there that have um, gone on and done done wonderful things. But um, yeah, I'm just just very happy and fortunate that I got an opportunity to um, to play at this level. Now, one great Kiwi halfback talking about another, and that's Sean Johnson. Um, his year last year, Stace, was, was incredible. And I, and I said, the one thing that I noticed different about Sean Johnson was that he cared more about the result for the team than what he did personally in a game. And I think that, that, that was evident, the way he kicked, chased, tackled. The, things, the little things that weren't a big part of his game became a big part, which made him a better player. Is... Has he got another year like that in him this year? Oh, we hope so. Uh, look, he's coming to pre-season with a lot of confidence about um, knowing his game. And, and you're right, Brandy. Like he did all the little things that he probably hadn't done in the past, or or, or put, a, put a lot of time and emphasis on it. And you know, his kicking game um, was spot on. He he chased hard. He worked from marker, and he got his defensive game. Right, the work he did with Andrew Webster and Rich Agar. Rich Agar looks after our edges. Um, done a wonderful job with Sean, and and you know gave him a, a focus that you know he really um, you know he really wanted to go after. And you know the first thing he would look at in his game was his defensive game, and I'm, I've never really seen that from well any halfback um, 
my time as, as a coach and Sean put a lot of time into that and got that right and you know his attacking flow um, came off the back of that so you know Sean just had a had a real good um, focus and mindset around you know wanting to go after things wanting to go after the little things yeah yeah now we got you on to talk about you your new role as the Kiwi coach that's a you must feel very proud to be the coach of your your national team. Yeah, yeah, I am, Brandy. I'm, you know, super uh, excited about the opportunity. Very proud, um, and for the for the Kiwi jersey, um, was very fortunate enough to to play for the Kiwis. And in the last um, four or five years, working under Michael Maguire as as uh, one of his assistants, um, you know, he's certainly done some wonderful things for. For the Kiwi jersey, and and I've been given an opportunity to to step in and try and continue the, the the really good work that he put in place. He put in some really good foundations around the team, um, the connection that he's that he's built. So I was very fortunate enough to to work under Madge, and you know this last year, this last eighteen months, working under under Andrew Webster um, has certainly taught me a, a lot of things around around coaching. And if you'd asked me two years ago, would I? Uh, be coaching New Zealand, I would, would say definitely no, uh, not ready. But now I feel I'm ready because of you know working under you know two coaches like Madge and, and Webby. Gee, that's good. That's a, that's a good rap uh, for for both those men, isn't it? So the, what you've learned over the last couple of years with with um, Andrew Webster and Michael Maguire has given you the confidence, uh, and you, and you're very modest. You, you you said you were lucky enough to play for your country. You you played for them 46 times, so. Um, you've you've you had a pretty good run, Stace. Got lucky a lot of times. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky a lot of times. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I love playing for the Kiwis, and 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 you know, big part of my um, um, what I want to bring to the group. Well, it's already there anyway. Is understanding, you know, the culture, uh, the connection of of what the past players players have done. Because I know when I was always in camp with the Kiwis as a, as a player, it was some of the best moments of, of my time as a footy player when you get to go on tour or you're playing here at home. Playing for your country is something certainly very special. So, um, you know, and this group of players right right now at the moment um, certainly really have a strong connection um, to our past players. Stacey, so good to talk with you this morning. A real quick one to finish. Do you wish we played more Australia-New Zealand test matches? Like, the Bledisloe Cup is still the Bledisloe Cup, but we just don't... You know, in light of the Pacific Championship final, 30-0 result, Australia and New Zealand should play every single year. Can we lock that in, Stacey, under your... Uh, well, you're the, the man in charge of New Zealand Rugby League. Yeah. Well, they're out of my hands, though, those, those decisions, but uh, certainly would love to play play Australia more they are the uh, you know the benchmark of international rugby league and um, yeah we'd certainly love to be able to play them more and play Great Britain and, and the the uh, uh, emergence of um, the Pacific Island nations Tonga, Samoa, Papua New Guinea um, you know was, was outstanding Fiji so um, the more international footy that can be played um, the better it is for the game I mean the game here in New Zealand is on a on a real high at the moment. Um, the Warriors having a having a really good year last year, and and off the back of what the Kiwis did. So um, yeah, the game here in New Zealand's in a good good place at the moment, and um, let's hope that uh, that we can grow it. And playing Australia more would, would certainly help. Yeah, that stuff. is a love to hear thing. it. Yeah, what, really looking forward to seeing the Stacey Jones coached Kiwis in action. Uh, Stacey, thank you for your time this morning. It's a great pleasure to have you on the program. 
No worries. Thanks, Fossey. Cheers, Bradley. Good to chat. Good on you, Stace. Spanky says, watching Stacey at Wembley in 07 was a real highlight for me. What a super player. That would be echoed by so many rugby league fans the world over. Yeah, fantastic stuff, Fossey. Absolutely brilliant. And and when he came into when he came into the Warriors, which was very early, like half a dozen games into the ninety five season, um, gee, I, I was more than happy to to move to fullback uh, because I knew what a talent he was. Nice. We are here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's lawyers. Thanks for making the switch to SEN eleven seventy AM. In a moment, sports bet markets. Is there a Dally M medal? player market up for grabs. I'm declaring Scott Drinkwater if the Cowboys have a good year. He's your Dallium medal winner. We'll check in with Sportsbet in a moment. Make sure you give us a call on 1300 01170 for your chance to be our Club Med Caller of the Week. All of our callers of the week go into the draw for your chance to win a family trip for four to Bali worth nearly 10 grand. Uh, and on the line Andrew, um, we have awesome. one of your favourites. Yep. Simon of Belmore in with a chance of winning that prize. Any thoughts of um, any dreams of going to Bali, Simon? Please say yes. I, I love to Bali. I love Bali. Never been there in my whole life. Oh, nice. Well, there well, we that's... go. You <laughs> were first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Greg. Hello, Bozzy. How Hello, are you guys? Simon. Good. <laughs> okay, good. you guys are you basically Iran. Okay, one stage. Okay, I'll get my top eight. Okay, I'm a dragon, red or white, blooded all over me. Okay, mm-hmm. I love my dragon so much. I can't help it. Okay. Yep. No, okay. We've got two places coming aside. We've got Hema Sailor and Lucina Lulua to come back in the side, okay? Mm-hmm. And these guys are not picking them in the top Hame eight. Sele, Hame Sele, Hame Sele. You've got to mix on the Sailor. Hame Sele to come back into the side, yep. Yeah, and Lucina Lulua. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and these okay. guys are not picking them to make the top eight. That's a joke. No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah it's a joke. Joke. It's, it's, it does seem like. Brandy's got you finishing with a spoon, Simon. Yeah, rip into it. Rip into it. I think St. George will either finish the top, come in the top four or, or okay. top six. You see. You top four, top six. Draw, Simon, in the draw for a trip to Bali. Confidence. Confidence. Harme Sele being mentioned as the X Factor alongside of Luciano Leilua. There you, you go. Thank you for the call, Simon. You can have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We have gone on record with our top eights, our spooners, our Dallyems, our top try scorers today. You can have your say 28 minutes after eight. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, here's our mans from Sportsbet, Nick Ashman. G'day, Nick. Morning, Brownie. Morning, Vossy. Good weekend? Uh, yeah, good weekend. A lot of footy. Sorry, that footy. was a question. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, lot of footy. It was a good weekend. Um, how was your weekend yeah. on the punt? Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we had a good weekend. Um, mm-hmm. More felons out at Rose Hill at about 33 to 1 was nice and juicy. So, uh, But it's the start of a carnival, so we've got a long way to go. But uh, Things are heating okay. up, isn't it? Where the uh, footy starts this weekend. Um, over in Vegas, yep. guys? Yeah, now have we... Yeah, uh, Vossi is. Are we? Uh, have we got any markets? We've just given our our, our wooden spoon, mm. our uh, Dally M winner, um, our top eights. We've just run through all of that. Um, what Beautiful. sort of prices have you got for us? Yeah, well, Panthers are three seventy five favourite. Brandy, uh, we're taking a bit of money for the Broncos at four dollars second favourites. They're really the two standouts according to the market. You got the Bunnies and the Roosters locked at nine fifty apiece. Ten dollars mm. for the Storm. Then you've got Cowboys, uh, 15 bucks, and then it's the Warriors and the Seagulls at $21 each. And 
probably a little bit of value for the Knights at 26 bucks, given the way they finished last year. You spoke about the the, uh, the wooden spoon. Well, <clears throat> Dragons 3.25 favourites ahead of the Tigers at 3.50, and then there's a bit of a gap out to the Raiders at $7.50, Titans 9.50, and the rest are all double figures. In terms of the top eight, who did you, was there a roughie for the top eight that you guys nominated? Forgive me, I, I, I haven't been listening uh, for the last no, half hour. Not, say not really. Just listening to your just listening to you run through the prices of the top eight. Um, no, I think I think. Well, Manly... I think Warriors. I'm going to put the Warriors certainties for the eight. Like for a team that's only just returned to finals football, I am locking them in. I've got them in my top price. four, so they're certainties for eight. So what price the Warriors? There's two bucks, Fossey. So there's a that's pretty good, a pretty good price, I would think. So um, you can get a bit like it's pretty hard to get you know a huge price about uh, a team yeah. in the top eight because you know they they're kept pretty safe because it's. You're covering half the space there. But top four is probably where you can get a bit of value. Mm. Um, and, and if we have a quick look now, top four finished safe for the Dragons. They finished fourth last year, didn't they? The, the, uh, not the Dragons, the, the Warriors. Warriors, yeah, Warriors yeah, were in fourth the top last four. Year, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 375 this year to do it again. Uh, the Knights, go, who were fifth last year with a bit of a flourish, they're $4.50 to make the top four. So I suppose, I suppose the difficult thing is the Panthers and Broncos look a lock to make the top four, both of them, and then you've you've only got two spots yeah. available outside of them, don't you? So it's a tough one. But hey, just before we move on to another subject, there is mm. something out there. If you like me and you support a, a lower ranked team, uh, I'm not quite as low as the Tigers and the Dragons, but I'm getting down there with my team. You can get a handicap market as well. So the Panthers start on zero. The Broncos, for example, have a one and a half point head start, and this is paid out based on the regular season. Uh, you can go right the way down to the lowest ranked team, which is the Dragons, who have an 18.5 head start uh, point head start. So most of them are all paying around the 11 and 12, 13 dollar mark, and that gives you the chance to support your team if you want to have a wager and uh, possibly get something out of them. And the only other market to mention, guys, is the most improved market. This is where all teams start minus the points that they had in 2023. So the Panthers and the Broncos. Both finished the regular season on 42 points, locked a piece last year. Panthers got the nod on goal difference. That doesn't apply to this market. So they both start on minus 42 points. And you go right the way down to the Tigers, who start on minus 14 points. They're actually the favourites to be the most improved because people just feel as though they can't go any worse. They're the $4 favourites. They're the Tigers. Second best is the Dogs, uh, Bulldogs, who are minus 20 and they're paying $6. So check it out on your sports bet app. There's a few options there, even for people that support teams that aren't really favoured to do much in 2024. Okay. Uh, that's all good stuff, Nick. Uh, very interesting. Uh, just quick on Aussie Town of the Year. Yeah, so that, that gets announced on this Friday, guys, and there's been a bit of talk about who's going to get it. I'll give you the market on it anyway. Aubrey and Bundaberg are locked a piece at uh, $4 each. Aubrey, of course, down south in New South Wales. Bundaberg, famous for its uh, ginger beer up in Queensland, both at $4. The lovely town of Batemans Bay, a beautiful spot on the south coast in New South Wales, $6, along with Port Ferry for Victoria at 6 bucks. Harvey Bay in Queensland, seven fifty. dollars New, Nor- New Norfolk in Tasmania at seven fifty, dollars And then you're getting out to double figures for the, the, uh, the likes of Lakes Entrance and Albany over in WA, guys. So a chance to support your local team if you live in uh, a local town. That town, in one of them. yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's, uh, that's quite a market. That, it... Yeah, that's Paul James Magnuson. So that's the Missiles Territory. Yeah, he loves, he loves yeah, the Port Macquarie. Yeah, maybe he, yeah. He has, he has a soft spot there, doesn't he? 
Well, he lived there. He was anyway. born and bred there. Thank you, Nick. Have a great Monday. Thanks for the markets. Good on you, boys. Talk to you tomorrow. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're only just tuning in, here's what you've missed. Ian Smith wrapping up Australia's clean sweep of New Zealand in the T20 series. Michelle Bishop with all the wash-up on the weekend NRL trials. New Kiwi coach Stacey Jones, plus plenty more, Andrew. Oh, it's been a, a big show. And you can catch up on what you've missed via the podcast. Just search for Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. In just a moment, we'll be asking you who needs to pull up their socks for underworks. Have your say now on 1300 01 1170. Um, Brandy, is it the video ref by any chance? Oh, is there anyone else? <laughs> just send them, send them a pallet load of underwork socks yeah, yeah, to yeah. pull up their socks. But if you've got a better one, let us know. 1300 01 1170. Of course, if you come on the open line with that nomination, you're in the running for our huge prize, almost $10,000. Um, you could be the caller of the week and then... Being with a chance of uh, being our caller of the year, the Club Med Prize off to Bali mm. for four. Yes, Giddy up. yes, yes, yes. Um, morning, lads. My issue with the World Club Challenge was the strip on Liam Martin. Yeah, see, refereeing decisions, you know, those f- things happen very quickly. I can't be that critical. It was a bad call, but you, you don't want to bang on about that. Um, Taylor May was hindered by more escorts than Charlie Sheen, says Jay from Blacktown. Beautifully put. Um, that is, uh, that's true, too. Uh, yeah, we see Bunkers, Clangers, Weekly in the NRL. Move on. Well done, Wigan. Uh, cheers, the Eagle Val Rabbit. Lots of people reacting. Uh, what it does confirm to me, too, World Club Challenge next year, if it's Australia's turn to host it, has to be at Magic Round. Ten rounds into the season, the feature match on a Saturday night at Magic Round, the 17th club, the other 16 are playing each other. The 17th can be the premier mm. of the previous year playing the World Club Challenge. It makes Magic Round even bigger. I like it. Yeah, I even like it. bigger. Let's yeah, play no it 10 rounds out. into the season. No mm. one misses out. 50,000-plus crowd deserves it, deserves it, yep. and gives prestige to the World Club Challenge title, which I think is, has been revitalised the last two years, Brandy, to be honest. Yeah, it has. But it is so yep. early in the year. It's Without so doubt. early. You know, it's so early. Let's play it. Let's do it. Uh, thanks for making the switch to SEN 1170 AM, the home of sport in Sydney. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Oh, we do it every Monday. Time now for Pull Up Your Socks. It's for all day socks by Underworks. Comfiest socks ever for that new sock feeling. Wash after wash, Vossie. Um, Mark says pull up your socks. Referee in Melbourne Victory Mariners game yesterday. He made Liam Moore look like Bill Harrigan. So... <laughs> Yeah, missed that a couple, one, of, couple of howlers must have been. Mariners won, one nil to the Mariners. Yeah, mm. Mariners had a 1-0 win. Sydney FC won all against uh, Melbourne City. Newcastle and MacArthur, a two-all draw. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers 2-1 over Adelaide United. And top of the table, Wellington Phoenix held to a goalless draw by Perth. So things uh, tightened up just a tad. Wellington Phoenix, three clear of the Mariners. And then, uh, you know, throw a blanket over Melbourne victory, MacArthur, Western Sydney Wanderers and Sydney FC right now. Mm. Uh, this one, pull up your socks. Yeah, Jack, Jack says, Brandy and Vossi for not picking para in your top eight. I'm filthy oh, on it, says Jack. Forget about, forget about your socks. It will be your pants at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> he's doubled down, pull Jack. He's already pants. made that point. He's, he's backed up on the underworks. Uh, pull yeah. up your socks uh, round. Um, 
It's as rare as a tooth in a rabbit's fan, but Vossi finally had a good idea. Thank you, Craig. The magic round idea is a ripper and something I would have expected from one Joel Kane. It's as rare as a tooth in a rabbit's fan. Well done, Andrew. Um, Congratulations yeah. on, on your good idea. You, you've had a couple. Yeah. But, could, uh, we, but says, could England go along? Could England go along with it? I think they could. I think they could. They yeah. they they come out. They get the previous weekend off. They get a full week to prepare in Australia, yep. and it's the feature match Saturday night Magic Ground. So I'll have nine yeah. games at Magic Ground. That would be good. Uh, boys, was that trial performance of the West Tigers on Saturday the worst of the preseason? It was like Benji had got them to replicate his poor defence and not copy his great attack. Says Brett. Uh, in terms of sides that fielded their best sides, it probably was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. just individual was. moments, weren't there? Like, yeah. Jareen Buller's effort was, was fantastic. So he'd move again. Late in the game, That's Heath right. Mason got over for a try, which was nice. The young St. Greg's boy, Australian schoolboy, off the right yep. foot in the headgear, bang, gets over the line. Good gear, to yeah. see a young bloke back himself. Um, yep. You know, got some good raps on him. Mm. Uh, big week of the NBL. Playoffs getting underway, as we mentioned a little earlier in the show. You know, it is huge. The play-in tournament starting here at SEN. We're all in on the Sydney Kings bus. They host the oh, New yeah. Zealand Breakers Wednesday night at Kudos Bank Arena. We're allowed to have a little savour on the Hawks as well. It's And they're on opposite sides of the draw. So it's fine to be on a couple of buses here, don't you think? Yep. Yeah. Well, I, well, if you want to, you can stay on the Hawks bus. You've been on the Hawks bus all year. I'm, I'll, I'm, I'm the Kings man. Oh, well, you, well, you read the promo then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's playoff in play. Oh, it's the playing qualifier for the Kings. Get your tickets yes. from Ticketek. Kudos Bank Arena, Wednesday night. Come on, Sydney. Let's pack out Kudos and cheer on the Kings. It's been massive. Uh, the, the the Olympic precinct, fair income. Like, uh, Taylor Swift's on again tonight, four straight nights. Blink-182 had Friday, Saturday. Um, then we've got the basketball starting on Wednesday night. All the staff that work around there, shout out to the cleaning staff. I mean, how, how hard must they work after a Taylor Swift show? They must be, you know... Oh, honey badger stuff busier than a one-armed yeah. bricklayer in Baghdad. I mean, that sort of stuff. It, it, it mm. would be um, it, just Here's so, a question. such a big job. Yep. Yeah, big job. Here's a question uh, from the Warrior Holic, and he said, when was the last time the uh, premiers, the defending premiers, didn't make the eight? Defending premiers didn't so make the eight. So you come in as, as premiers. The defending premier premier. didn't make yeah. the eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I, oh, I can't think of one. Yep. Uh, our research team is <laughs> yeah, feverishly working back. behind the scenes. Look at them work. Look at look how no. Charlie Goodsir is onto this. The, the answer is. will come up on the open line that quick. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can answer that question. I'm pretty sure someone will know uh, the answer to that. Um, uh, Brandy and Vossi, why not take the whole preseason challenge to Vegas? That would be an expensive exercise. <laughs> That the preseason be, challenge sounds to Vegas. good. Yeah, sounds good. What three challenge. weeks in Vegas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Stuart of Cronulla now. Games. A little bit of NBL feedback. Stuart of Cronulla's on the open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, good morning, mm-hmm. Stuart. Hi, Andrew. Uh, just um, on what you said about the Kings and the Hawks being on the opposite side of the draw. Um, yes. That only applies if the Hawks beat the uh, yes. Jack Jumpers in Tasmania. Uh, good point. Yeah, good okay. point. So if the Hawks lose, it's sudden death. Hawks against if the Kings win, Hawks and Kings. But yes, if the Hawks beat the Jack Jumpers, they hop onto the Perth Wildcats side of the draw, don't they? I've got that right. Yeah, it depends on whether if, see if 
um, if the whoever loses out of the Hawks and the Jack Jumpers will play the Kings in the next round of the, the play-in if the Kings win. Yeah, okay. yeah. So and then they are on the same draw as Melbourne. Right. Yep. Okay. Got you, Stuart. Hey, Stuart, you're in the running for Caller of the Week, and you know where that puts you. If we jump ahead at the end of the year, you might be off to Bali. How does that sound? Oh, I think I could handle that. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. All right. Well, you're in the running, Stuart. Well done, my friend. Uh, say good day to Paul in Newcastle, Brandy. Paul, have you got an answer about the, uh, the, the, the defending premiers not making the finals? Yeah, mate. Um, I was a Dragons fan in 77. Bath Bogues won the uh, grand final. They uh, dropped off in 78. Pretty sure they didn't make the uh, semi-finals and they won it again in 79. Okay, so you're saying 78, which was uh, Manly Cronulla grand final, wasn't it? 78. You're saying the Dragons didn't make the, the top five as it would have been back then. Hmm. Yep, yep. All they right. didn't make well, the finals. Okay. Beautiful. Thanks, Paul. And you're in the running too, of course, for that trip for four to Bali, worth nearly 10 grand. Thanks for your your call. Uh, There was someone... uh, Now, what about the Tigers in 06, Fossey? Did they make the the top eight? West Tigers. After winning the comp? Uh, West West Tigers Tigers in 2006. I can confirm that in just... Give me a second. They Mm. missed. They finished 11th. There we go. I reckon that's the last time. So they went from Premier Zone 5, the Tigers. They were then yep. went 11th, 9th, 10th, 9th before they made finals 10th. Yeah, so Tigers definitely. Lock it in, Eddie. Someone was saying South Sydney 2014. No, 2015 they still made the finals the year after. It was after that that they then went on the slippery side, uh, slide the Rabbitohs. So I, I think the Tigers um, the are going time. to win that. Win that. Yeah, South. it wasn't until 2016-2017 that South um, went it. You know, struggled and then had change of coach yeah. and what yeah. have you. Freshwater um, Stormer says last premier is not to make the eight are technically the storm, but that's the yeah, 2010, of course. They had all their points deducted, so uh, yeah, they didn't make the eight, but I'm not going with that one. I'm going to say uh, Tigers. Uh, every year, top eight usually two, three, and two and three teams from previous year are out, so two come in, two come out. So uh, Mark has in Manly and the Cows and out the Raiders and the Sharks. Good uh, feedback there from Mark. He said two are going to drop out from last year's top eight and two will replace them. Uh, the Manly Seagulls and the North Queensland Cowboys to come back. So that means Souths and Parramatta yeah, won't be two. playing finals football in Mark's mm-hmm. top eight. Uh, they're my two. Cowboys and Manly come in um, and the Sharks and the Eels miss out. Uh, Matty White, not too far away, did a terrific job yesterday with the supercars. Um, he He's such a, an accomplished performer, media performer, but it could do any sport, Matt White, but he loves the supercars, and it was great to listen to on SEN. Then Jimmy Smith from Midday and Joel and Fletch for your run home from 3pm right here on the home of sport, SEN, out of 11.70am in Sydney. Uh, so is there some of the, uh, the Fox League crew that might know exactly what's happening on the plane tomorrow? Yeah, shout out to Michael Ennis, uh, Trent the flight steward. He has actually been anointed or picked to welcome all passengers onto the plane. So he'll be allowed to go on early, put his find his seat, put his bags in, and then come out to the entrance, and he'll be welcoming every everyone on. I don't know whether he knows about that, Mick. So it's going to be – that's a <laughs> great duty. You're the right man sort for the of, job. 
just wander <laughs> up and down the aisle through the flight, yeah. just saying hello to everyone and making Juice sure. Oh, we'll all good. do it now. We'll all be having a chat yeah. on the plane. It'll be one big happy flight. But uh, yeah, juice or water, Mr. Ennis. Uh, he'll be he'll, he'll be saying, Mr. Voss, would you like a juice? Uh, yeah, just just yeah. on uh, premiers that fell off the, the perch. Uh, Para eighty six and fell off in eighty seven. Uh, top yeah. five, not top eight, but uh, top top five. Um, Vossi, you did pull up your socks, jocks, and your mankini for leaving Manly out of your top eight uppercut time. Cheers, Darren. <laughs> well, Don't you hate. love tipping your top eight? It just goes on and on. Um, the plan is with Vegas. So I'll, I'll get over there. I'll be on the plane tomorrow morning, hopefully for Wednesday morning show. I'll be on the ground in Vegas speaking to you, Brandy. That's the plan. Yep. And then Monday week after the game, do a full show out of Vegas um, in the wash-up to the game. It'll be there every day on call for you, my friend. On call, telling you everything I see and experience. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So we'll cross you whenever we want. You'll just, you, you'll just be on speed I'll just dial, be ready, out of, ready well, to answer. My, my filming schedule for the next two days is pretty hectic once I get to Vegas. So okay. I, I could log anywhere. We might anywhere. leave you alone. No, no, I'm you. saying I'll be there. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll you. put the call in from wherever I am and tell you, okay. hey, no, I'm looking at that Elvis impersonator right now and I'll take a photo with him. Good, good. Uh, Shaggers uh, says the Reptile Bolt prediction. Hawks will win the NBL championship and Australia will lose both test matches to New Zealand. Getting, un- getting underway Thursday, the first test. Uh, where the is first the first one, test Christchurch. Love the first one. In, or in Wellington. Uh, Wellington then Christchurch. Wellington. Wellington yep. Christchurch, yeah. Yep, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the Monday edition of the program. Um, yes, I'm off to Vegas. Miss Ola will be joining you, Brandy. Uh, we've given our top eight predictions. Continue to shoot us down right through the week. That's fine. But most of all, enjoy the week. I mean, not only is it Vegas, it's the start of the rugby league season next Sunday. It's it, like the countdown is seriously on to one Trials of the biggest events in rugby league history. Brandy, giddy. Pre-season up. challenge is done. Real stuff starts this weekend. I'll be back on air tomorrow. Bossy, we will chat to you on Wednesday, I'm sure. See you later, guys. Hey, yeah. Salty Brandy. Catch you later, Happy buddy. Happy